Hello everybody and welcome to Bite-Sized Chunks of Faith. My name is John O'Pierce and in this podcast I want to share how having a Christian faith has brought hope and meaning and purpose to my life. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 129 of Bite-Sized Chunks of Faith. My name is John O'Pierce and if you are joining us on the podcast for the first time, uh, you're especially welcome. It's great to have your company today as this week's episode I'm going to think a little bit about going back to school. It is that time of year when the roads get a lot busier, when you see people uh, getting into their new uniforms. If you're on social media, you'll often see posts of uh, proud parents with children on the front step about to start a new year in school. Sometimes you'll see little tiny people starting school for the first time. Uh, Maybe you'll see people heading away to secondary school or indeed even to university. So it is the time of year when the roads get busier and everybody's thoughts turn to going back to school. You may not be a parent as you listen to the podcast or maybe your days of having children in school are are past. But uh, in my own situation, I have two children and they both return to school this year. Uh, So our younger son is going into year nine, which is second year in in old money or in, in my system of school. Um, so he's he's in his second year of secondary school and he went back uh, earlier this week. He felt a little bit disgruntled, I think, because uh, his sister had a couple of extra days off and he had to return to school. But off he went and uh, I knew it was time for him to go back to school when um, the school sent out some maths for him to do before going back to school uh, as a kind of a revision kind of situation that he would go over some of the material that he'd covered the previous year and being dutiful parents my my wife who plays a much stronger role in these things she sat down to do the maths with him uh, last weekend and and um, they got through a fair quantity of it but there was still some left when she went back to work after our holiday uh, on Tuesday I was still off for another day, so I decided I would continue this maths effort and um, I, I can fully acknowledge that I, I struggled to do year nine maths as a, a 53-year-old man. Uh, my late father was a school teacher and indeed he was a maths teacher. And while I have the very happiest and proudest of memories of my dad uh he didn't pass on his prowess in maths to his his younger son, so it was never my strong suit. And indeed, I uh, struggled with the old maths revision stuff that that was sent out for Connor to do. But it was uh, it was interesting because the, the the way they do it now, they send you out videos and things so you can watch somebody do it and try and get the method, and then we would both have a go at the problems. But uh, in fairness to him, uh, he's vastly superior in ability to maths uh, than his old dad. So we had to go with the maths and, and we, we got in, I think, all the stuff that we were supposed to get in. And I suppose that was an achievement in itself. Last week, 
as a family, we were on holiday in, in Enniskillen in, in County Fermanagh in Northern Ireland. So if you're listening from overseas, uh, Enniskillen and Fermanagh, um, Fermanagh is a beautiful county, uh, but it's it's renowned for getting a little bit more rain than the rest of the country. So we did encounter a bit of rain on our holiday, but we did a lovely time. And on uh, the last day of our holiday, I think I was in getting a few messages in a supermarket and in front of me there was a, a lady with her young daughter who I would suspect was maybe five or six years old. And as mum pushed her, her trolley towards the checkout, the, the checkout assistant uh, looked at mum and looked at her daughter and said to mum, do you know, I bet you can't wait until next week when you just get them back to school. It's kind of reached that point, hasn't it, where, where everybody needs to go back to school. And mum, I overheard the conversation, said, well, actually, um, I'm not all that keen on next week because I'm a teacher myself. <laughs> so obviously teachers are feeling it at this time of the year as well when they have to go back to, to school themselves and... Um, get into those routines of, of getting out and um, and teaching their classes and helping people to transition or to adjust to new years and new timetables and maybe even the whole experience of going to school must be quite a challenge as, as a teacher. And um, this morning, my, my daughter has special needs and she went back to school and uh, she's non-verbal. She's in a multi-sensory classroom uh, and she has the most amazing uh, teachers and classroom assistants, just as my son has in, in his school. And um, my daughter's uh, classroom assistant came to, to meet her at the door um, as I wheeled her in in her wheelchair and she was so excited to see her. She said, I couldn't wait to see all our children she said, I've been waiting um, since before 10 to 9 and uh, the, the the vice principal who was coordinating the, the arrival of the children said, you know, you've got to all wait until 9 o'clock. But the, the classroom assistants were so excited to see the children that they were they were queuing up themselves from 10 to 9. So that's a very beautiful thing. And I guess school is maybe a very different experience if you're somebody who's in special education and um, I, I have just the most highest respect and regard for the creative way that um, the teacher in, in, our, in our daughter's school uh, is just so imaginative and, and so committed and so celebratory of, of any achievements. So all of that is, is great stuff. And uh, indeed, in, in, in my son's school as well, I love the way that, that uh, achievements in, no matter how modest or no matter how big and significant, they're all celebrated. And so um, I, lo I love to see that. And, and it's a great thing to see as, as kids go back to school. Um, I'm always very conscious, actually, um, as a former teacher myself. Um, it's a great privilege to, to go to school. And we have links in our own church with an organization called Fields of Life, which tries to help children to have that opportunity to go to school. And it has built a number of schools. It has built water boreholes. 
and uh, it tries to really help children, particularly in East Africa, in, in Uganda, and now in South Sudan and Democratic Republic of Congo, to have the opportunity to go to school. And I guess in this part of the world where I live, uh, we very often take that privilege for granted that our children can go to school. They, you know, again, have uniforms, they have books, they have teachers. And again, that's not the reality for, for children in, in uh, many parts of the world. And so, again, it's a time of year when, again, I, I, I give thanks uh, again for the privilege that we enjoy in this part of the world to have access to education. It's also a, a time of year when, when in the last couple of weeks people will have ex received exam results uh, in the secondary school system in the UK. You might have received your, your GCSE results or you might have received your A-level results. And uh, I grew up in the Republic of Ireland where there was an exam called your Leaving Certificate. And I know Leaving Certificate students uh, received their results in the last week or so and and those results tend to be quite significant because they determine whether you are going to be able to go to third level education uh, it might be in a university it might be in a technical college or it might be to go into some sort of training uh, for a vocational career maybe as a plumber electrician joiner uh, you might go into an apprenticeship scheme, all sorts of possibilities for, for people, uh, depending on their, their wishes and desires. And, and um, I always think that that those exam results can can be very uh, telling or, or very significant in a person's life. And I speak here as somebody who I probably had my worst exam performance uh, throughout my entire school career in my leaving certificate, which is probably the most significant exam that I, I needed to do. And I remember being very disappointed with my results, didn't get my uh, first choice of course or, or of university and uh, had to make very alternative kind of plans. Uh, but it all worked out in the end is all I can say. So if you're in that position uh, where, again, you might have feel disappointed by your results or you mightn't have got the, the course of your choice. Um, I always think it, it seems like the biggest deal of your life at that moment, but in the bigger scheme of things, and it's it's easy to say that with hindsight and retrospect and maybe um, advancing years, but I do want to say to people, if you've been disappointed, this result doesn't define you. And very often uh, people go into alternative choices and alternative careers than the one they originally planned on. And very often people actually have to experiment or experience a number of careers before they feel they have found uh, their niche in the world. So if you've been disappointed, um, don't don't let that define you and, and just... Uh, go with some alternative plan and you may find it's actually much better than the original one you'd planned for yourself. I spoke with somebody earlier this week um, about the whole process going back to school. She was getting her daughter ready to go back to school and she confessed to me that in her own uh, days in school she, she didn't like school as an experience at all. 
um she felt uh, she didn't quite fit in um she worked really really hard she'd quite a bit of ability but she always kind of dreaded having to speak up in class or to answer in front of other people she was a shy person and she said you know i just didn't like the experience of being in school and I contrast that to, to my own experience where I, I love being in school. I went to a boarding school and um, have very, very happy memories um, of great friends, uh, really committed and dedicated teachers uh, of lots of fun and, and, and probably a bit of mischief along the way as well. Uh, but also just of, of really good days and, and maybe look back on them with rose-tinted glasses when you uh, have been around the block a few times and, and life and work have been challenging, but you look back on those days with uh, particular fondness. But I know that there are people who go back to school and, and uh, it's their worst nightmare. Um, maybe they, they struggle with the academic side of things. Maybe they have an undiagnosed condition. And I know we're much more aware nowadays of things like ADHD and dyslexia but for many years those kind of conditions went undiagnosed and, and people uh, struggled uh, terribly in the school environment and I'm, I'm very mindful of my, my colleague um, in, in the church where I work at the moment who has set up a, a programme for kids who, who don't fit into the school system and he set up a sort of a gardening project where they have the opportunity to come to our church grounds and and learn a little bit about gardening and do some gardening and um, they see the fruits of their labor and and it's just a really good project i think and and testimony to my colleague's um, experience he himself uh, was a former school teacher and he again has first-hand experience of of folks who, who find the education system a struggle for all sorts of reasons and again if that's your reality um, it's important to try and, and to find alternatives maybe to the education system where, again, your gifts can, can flourish and, and, and grow. And maybe you find that you've got a gift for, for craft or for making things or for cooking or for hospitality. And there are all sorts of, of alternative possibilities that are available to you. And I just want to say that to you if you're you're listening to the podcast this morning and you think, do you know, compared to other people, I often feel like my, my school career was a disappointment or I feel like I'm a failure. Um, you're not a failure. And, and in God's eyes, I believe none of us are ever failures, but that he always sees us and not just as we are, but what we can become and very often people can become so much more when they become aware of the power of christ uh, working within them shaping their character and um, helping them to become the person that he wants them to be maybe getting engaged in work or a project or some sort of uh, endeavor that he feels you could really contribute to. And when you feel that that is your life's work, um, everything takes on a kind of a, an immense significance, even an eternal significance. And so I hope if that's you, uh, you will discover your, your 
your your niche or what it is God wants you to be doing in the world. And again, um, if I were to conclude with a few suggestions to people who are going back to school, um, and I, I speak both as a, a former pupil, uh, a former teacher, and indeed as a parent, um, the things that I would suggest to, to people if you're starting a new school or if you're going into a new year, um, really important to, to take the initiative to try to make friends if you can. Um, I was a very shy schoolboy, found it hard to, to kind of make the first move and to try and connect with people. Uh, and that can leave you feeling very isolated and, and alienated in the school environment. But if you can uh, connect in uh, with people, I think that's a really, really helpful thing to do. Um, and sometimes in most schools there are opportunities to do that not just in the classroom but maybe uh, on the sports field if you take up a sport uh, or maybe in many of the kind of after school or extracurricular activities you might get involved in music maybe in a band or a choir or you might take up um, some of the after school activities maybe there are, there are all sorts of opportunities to do with gaming and computers maybe there are opportunities to do with uh, hobbies like like chess or uh, maybe there's reading opportunities and book clubs and there's just so many um, different activities and opportunities available that all of those can in fact be great avenues to making really good and close friendships and I think if you find friends in the school environment they they can very often be your friends for life and I know that I'm, I'm always delighted still to see my, my old school friends to hear from them on social media or text messages or whatever and it's it's just great to to have those friends if if I were to say another couple of pieces of advice perhaps to people who are about to start school or going into school um, always think if you can be be humble um, that's a, a very endearing quality to me um, if, you, if you see people who are, are humble and, and helpful um, and it doesn't mean that you always have to be the teacher's pet but if you can be helpful in practical ways um, or if you can keep an eye out for somebody who you think is, is struggling uh, maybe you see somebody and they, they look a little bit lost or a little bit isolated, a bit lonely. Um, if you can reach out to them, if you're that kind of personality, um, it really is a wonderful gift and, and something that will really warm somebody else's heart. Um, and and just try to be humble and to be helpful. And uh, try again, I think, is, is important to get your bearings. And, and very often if you're going to a new school or if you're changing school, if you're going to secondary school, it's a very different kind of environment to primary school. Um, so if you can get your bearings, and, and in my own life, I remember I used to try and, and actually do a little recce and find out where classrooms were that I had to go to because I couldn't find them easily. My sense of direction is poor. So if you can kind of... Um, get yourself organised and, and again don't be afraid to ask people for their help um, and, and, and very often people are glad to be asked and glad to be able to pass on their wisdom to you so what I'm going to do now is just to, to close this episode I'm going to pray for everybody who has returned to school this week I'm going to pray for them 
And I'm going to pray too for, for parents and indeed for, for teachers who can have such an incredible impact upon our lives um, and, and really shape us into people that we would like to become. So I'm just going to, going to pray. Heavenly Father, I want to pray today in this episode for everybody who's returned to school this week. Uh, some people will be dreading it. Some people will be so excited and happy at the prospect of, of seeing friends and, and others again. But we ask you to go before every single person as they go back to school this week. Uh, prepare the way for them. Give them a sense of your presence with them and give them a sense of your peace, we would pray. And may they grow in, in confidence and may they grow in their ability to relate to others. Uh, we pray that you'd help people to make good friendships, friendships that will last indeed a lifetime, but just that they would have the courage to, to reach out and to take those initiatives. I want to pray too for, for all teachers returning to school after the summer break. Uh, we're conscious of, of how much of a debt we owe to our teachers. Uh, we thank you for them and we pray that, that you would just give them confidence as they deliver their, their lessons. We pray that you'd help them to be uh, fair and good at, at uh, giving discipline when that's needed. We pray that they would be motivational and encouraging and that they would spot people uh, and catch people doing good things and, and give praise and encouragement where that's needed. We pray too for, for all who, who struggle in school. Um, we pray that, that you would be alongside them in the struggles. Uh, we pray that you'd help with concentration. And we pray too, for especially for head teachers, who have a lot of things to, to juggle in terms of dealing with staffing issues, in dealing with pupils, in dealing with parents. And we pray just for your wisdom and fairness uh, to govern all their decision making. We pray too for all the resources that are needed in schools and we pray for all parents as they see their children going back to school we pray that, that they would be supportive and encouraging to their children. And we pray too that they would be a willing and listening ear if there are any problems or difficulties. So we just ask, Lord, that you'd have your hand upon everybody going back to school, starting new schools or starting a, a new career path or a new educational journey. Be with all we pray and be very near and close to them. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all for this week. Thank you for listening. And if you were kind enough to hit follow or subscribe, or even leave a review wherever you get your podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. Join me again next week for another bite-sized chunk of faith.